Hey, what's up? Hey, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas and all that shit. Ow. I don't know what just happened when I said shit. I just, like, did something to my collarbone. I'm back from surgery. Um, it's a lot stronger than before, so if you listen to the last episode with Peter Miller, with uh, Peter Miller, then uh, welcome back to the show. Um, so... This week, we got uh, New England, Miami playing right now, and Washington, Seattle. A couple of the teams playing. Those are the ones I'll be, <clears throat> be watching while I'm uh, recording the podcast. Um, <clears throat> I just got back from my parents' house. Oh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, first down. Um, just got back from my parents' house uh, after surgery. They took care of me, and then my sister, brother-in-law, and then little nephew got to hold him for the first time, so... Cheers to that. Um, I, I basically went booze-free for the whole time, so um, naturally I'm cracking some Wild Turkey 101 and eggnog. Uh, tis the season, motherfuckers. Tis. Yes, it is. Um, oh, hang on one sec. Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm doing the podcast right now. Can I call you back? All right, but. All righty, the lovely Liza Pittaway calling in. Uh, let me grab a cup. One second, everybody. Merry Christmas! <laughs> All right, I'm back. I'm back. Hang tight. All right, I'm back. Um, I'm in the garage, and I can, I can see my breath, or that's just. Uh, propane poisoning and I just have no fucking clue I really don't know if this this thing should be on while I'm in here but um I'm gonna pour a little wild turkey and eggnog and get this shit kicked off if you dear do hear <laughs> doing if you do hear that hissing um that would be the propane tanks it is warming up a little bit in here I haven't been back to my house, let alone my garage, in um, a couple weeks. I had to take a COVID-19 test for my operation. It came up negative, and that's why I was able to hang out with the fam and go through with the surgery. Surgery went well, man. Uh, if, if anyone is about to break their collarbone and it's bad enough like mine, it was kind of pushed into like a Z formation. It was gross, man. I couldn't do anything. Uh, cheers. Tink. Oh, yeah. That is good. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the surgery was awesome. Um, I was able to open, like, a water bottle hours after surgery, and I couldn't the morning of surgery. Amazing what they could do. Uh, I believe they said that there was two floating pieces that they... Got smaller plates put down to the big plate and then um, big plated over the whole collarbone. And then I think either four or eight screws. I, I have a checkup tomorrow and I'll be going in to see what that's all about. But I'm just going to jump right the fuck into it. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Uh, we had about 17 people participate in our write-in. Um, basically, I, I souped up my Instagram 
for Ritter Me This Podcast. Go follow me on Instagram on that. And uh, just go to the link in the bio. It's uh, RitterMeThisPodcast.com. That's the quickest way to get to the podcast submissions. Uh, I think I said there's about 17 or 18. Um, there's more from before. Uh, we're just going to blast through a couple. I have another uh, podcast that I'm doing, recording this Tuesday. So if I didn't read yours tonight, I'm going to read it um, uh, Tuesday. The What is today? Today's Sunday the 20th, by the way. It's about 11.39, just about and uh, a.m., and uh, we're watching football in the morning. I am in the playoffs for fantasy football. It's such a fantasy, and uh, hopefully that goes well. Let's just jump right into it, and uh, let's kick this off. Here we go. Um, all right, all right, here we go, here we go. God, I can't find him. Hang on one sec. I already fucked this up. No, no, no. Hang on. Ah, oh, all right. Hang on, hang on. Let me turn off the uh, the propane. I'm getting a little sketched out. Okay. All right. Okay. All righty. Um, All right, is that better? I think so. Okay, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> the message reads, Wow-wee-wah. <laughs> Yo, dude, no sappy shit, but I just want to say how much I appreciate you, man. I moved here not knowing a soul, and you and good old Steve are the only homies I got outside of work, pretty much. It's all because y'all were open to let me kick it with y'all and Deckers. Uh, who would have thought? Laugh my ass off. <laughs> Uh, you've been real, uh, you've been real, you've been super, oh, you've been super real with me from the jump, and I appreciate your friendship. You're a good dude and funny motherfucker. Uh, if anyone else, uh, if anyone says elsewise, fuck them. Uh, I, I think I can read who said that. That's Colby Stewart. Shout out to Colby. Uh, we met Colby fishing down in Decker's. Uh, with none other than Joey Gutos. He's been on this show before and uh, brought Joey down to Decker's and we couldn't catch shit and then found Colby uh, fishing kind of near our spot and kicked it. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, like you said, right off the get-go. That was very nice, very nice, Colby. Thank you for that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we, we kick it with Colby. Now we go fishing, golfing. I think he just got all of his snowboarding gear, which I will not be able to participate in this season, but uh, hopefully he'll he'll learn some stuff from good old Steve, and then we can catch up next year and um, we'll hold hands and giggle and shit on the mountain, whatever. All right, thank you, Colby. That was nice. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to read the name if I know it's not the person, just because these names are great. Uh, this is from Gordon Ware. Okay, the message reads, My dating profile hasn't been updated in a while, and my quote-unquote lack of a dating life really proves it. 
Do you think uh, listing new stuff and hobbies helps in this regard? For instance, I recently had a cameo in the hit TV show To Catch a Predator. <laughs> um, <laughs> a cameo. I don't know. I don't know, Gordon. Oh, Gordon getting himself in trouble again. All right. All right. Hmm. Oh, it's nice to have some booze. Oh, all right. Um, that was a great one. Gordon Ware. Um, if it's advice you seek, I wouldn't post anything about, um, to catch a predator, but that was, that was very entertaining. So thank you, Gordon Ware. Hang on. Hey, Esteban, I'm actually on the podcast right now. Send it in and I'll read your stuff. Bye. Okay. Esteban Obregon. We might have a little <clears throat> ride in from Esteban. Esteban. <laughs> I keep clicking on this one. I, I, I've saved some messages that I've wanted to ask other people. <clears throat> um, here we go. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to read who this is from, but the message reads Me and my cousin touched wee wee wieners. <laughs> Oh man, that's a great one. Thank you for that. Uh I think it's my cousin and I touched wee wee wieners, but you know, I'm not like an English major or anything like that. I I barely graduated Arizona State. <clears throat> Who's kidding who, you know? Can't tell you two things I learned. Sorry, Dad. That's a Chris Greco quote right there. All right. My uh, again. Me and my cousin touched wee-wee wieners. That's the message. All right, moving on. Okay. <clears throat> the name of this one. I think this is how it should go. I think I should have a subject line or a name. This person, uh, their name is Curious in Colorado. Uh, the message uh, here it goes. Our entire family has a suspicion that my mom had a one-night stand with Rod Stewart in the late 70s. <laughs> but she's always been super cagey about it. C-A-G-E-Y? I don't know. What are some tactics or questions you think we can use to talk her out of it? <laughs> or talk to talk? Wait. What are some tactics or questions you think we can use to get her to talk about it? All right, curious in Colorado. Um, first off, get her drunk. Uh, find out her drink of choice. Maybe throw on some some Rod Stewart. Uh, if it, it's not the first song, it's probably the second. That's what I'll say. You know, <clears throat> I'm sure you can get something out of her, and that's that's kind of cool, man. I mean, who knows? Who knows if you uh, have any of that that semen in you, you know, or of you? Who, uh, basically, what I'm saying is, what if what if you were related to Rod Stewart? Our entire family has a suspicion that my mom had a one night stand with Rod Stewart in the late '70s. You know, I would have to ha I would have to know how how old you are, uh, Mister or Mrs. Curious in Colorado. So that's great coming coming in from. Uh, the home state. So, all right. Curious in Colorado. Mom had sex with Rod Stewart, allegedly. 
All righty, all righty. Here we go. Next one. <laughs> oh man, I I know who this is from. <laughs> okay, so okay, this is a good question to answer for anyone out there. You can make up the email address. So this person, I know who this is because they're like, yo, I wrote one, and you'll know it's me. Um, the email is chugi at penalgland.com, which is, uh, it, it kind of dates back back to uh, my life in Arizona, but I used to call my dog Chugi. And then uh, the name who wrote this in, <laughs> uh <laughs> the name is Goose Poopy. It's spelled G E W S E P O P U P I uh P E W P I E Goose Poopy uh email uh chuggy at penalgland.com <laughs> All right, message. Uh it says quiz time. When you are playing stump, what is the appropriate word to say? While waving your hand in the path of the hammer. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's destiny. Destiny. <laughs> so we used to play this game called stump where you put nails in the top of a wooden stump. And then you have to flip a hammer and um, land the head of the hammer. Or, like, the face of the hammer on the head of the nail. And... Um, Last person's nail standing wins. So you go after other people, but to like psych people out, <laughs> we would always throw our hand under the hammer before they hit and go destiny. So that's all right. I'm, I think I'm fucking killing this quiz so far. Again, what when you're playing stump, what is the appropriate word to say while waving your hand in the path of the hammer? Destiny. Destiny. All right. Uh, <laughs> Fill in the blanks. <laughs> Miss Blank, isn't it blank? It's Miss Chugs. Isn't it true? Uh, and that was <laughs> uh, Miss Chugs. That's Layla. That's my dog. Isn't it true? That's what I would say if I was uh, hammering her, not sexually, uh, just like on on the stand at like um, for court. I don't know what the fuck that's called. The witness stand. Miss Jukes, isn't it true? <laughs> okay, this is... All right, here's the next question. I think I'm two for two. Uh, at Bonnaroo, 2013, what did you most want to see? Hint, it wasn't a band. I know this answer because we, we drove over from Arizona to Manchester, Tennessee, where Bonnaroo... Hey, y'all going Bonnaroo? Um, we, uh, we played this game and I had like a piece of paper. I was like, Hey, everyone write down, can't be a band. What was one thing you wanted to see while at Bonnaroo this year? And I, <laughs> this is the true answer. And then I have a funny story after that. Um, my cheers, cheers to Bonnaroo, baby. Mm. Eggnog, tis the season, baby. Grape vape pen. Tis the season, baby. All right. What did you most want to see? Bonnaroo 2013. I wrote in the book that I most wanted to see a naked chick pooping like a Clydesdale while walking, whether she had a poop sack behind her or not. A Clydesdale being the horses that walk around and 
either chauffeur or you or or like cops or something like that. And it did come to fruition because I did woke I I woke up. I did woke up. I woke up uh, in between these two bands, and I had to pee so bad. And I looked around at all these porter potties. Now all the porter potties were like fifteen to twenty people deep in line, and I just was like, "Oh, I just saw some people go behind these rafters, um, kind of in, in, in close, um, encasing, enclosing the um, general admission area." <coughs> And uh, I went back there and was stepping through the grossest poo and pee muck because people were definitely using that to go to the bathroom. And I was trying to get, like, my balance and find a good place to piss because it was it was emergency time. And um, I'm trying to, like, not slip and fall over in this, like, you know what I mean? And I look up, and there's this, like, this like scaffolding like structure holding two sides of the enclosure together and on the like pivot the top pivot of the x <clears throat> there's this girl with her ass facing towards me sitting in the x and just peeing like like pee coming towards me about eyesight <clears throat> and I went, oh, my God. And the girl next to her, her friend, was like, what? You never seen a girl pee before? And I was like, not like this. And I honestly, I don't think I had ever seen, like, a girl pee with that. Like, I'd probably seen a girl pee like, oh, she ran over to the woods to pee, you know? Ha, ha, ha. Or camping or whatever. But not, like, hoisted up in the air, peeing directly, like, towards me. And, uh, God, the audacity of that friend. I know she was just being a good friend. What? You never see a girl pee before? (laughs) Way to normalize it, bitch. All right. Bitch. All right. Uh, This person's... I don't think this is a... Okay. The next thing is if you haven't already, please tell the pain and judgment story. Uh, If you have, now would be a good time to sing that. So, uh, this friend that's writing in, I know exactly who it is because he knows all the the inside scoops of all the the funny inside jokes. But one time I had really gotten into recording music and. my neighbor above me was always bitching that my music was too loud and his friend came over was all drunk and they ended up coming down to hang out and I showed him the recording studio and software and shit like that and his friend was like hey I wrote this song do you want to hear it and I was like sure and this is I swear to god this is what it was it, it I'm going to try and get all the words right but after he sang it, I had to, um, I was like, yo, let's put that down. And I have it somewhere on one of my hard drives, but it's out there. Uh, this song was called Pain and Judgment. And I put a bass line to it that was like, and the guy's lyrics was, pain and judgment. You must appear to the revenant. Oh, what is this abomination? Ding, ding, ding. Spirits, discover 
the hidden cracks in the armor. It was something weird as fuck, and this guy sang it. And so I think the the lyrics were pain and judgment. You must appear to the revenant. Oh, what is this abomination? Spirits discover the hidden cracks in the armor. Oh, what is this? It's it. It was super fucking weird, but we always sing that to one another. So thank you for writing that one. Um. Um. <laughs> the next question: Who pooped their pants? It's Miss Chuggy. Chuggy pooped her pants. Miss Chukes, my dog Layla. That's what we used to say. Uh, and then he writes. Anything less than a five out of five is unacceptable. And I think I got them all. Then he writes, Vroom, brother, Awanchio. Uh, <clears throat> so this, I, I should probably just have one podcast where I talk about weird words that I make up. But anytime um, a dog yawns, the correct thing to say to the dog is Awanchio. Because that's what it looks like the dog is saying. <laughs> it's kind of like saying, God bless you if you sneeze. But, Awanchio. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's A-W-A-I-N-C-H-E-E-O. Awanchio. Oh, God. Cam Newton. Uh-oh. Oh-oh. Oh, stiff arm. Fumbled. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, Cam Newton fumbled. And this dude... Uh, Miami is taking it to the fucking house. Holy shit. Wow, I just looked up and saw that Bill Belichick is fucking pissed. Yeah, so Cam Newton, out of the pocket, tried to run down the sideline. He gets checked. The ball, here it goes. He's just barely hanging on to it. Yep. Guy barely touched it. It's still in bounds. Still in bounds. Guy is not out of bounds. Wow. All right, Miami, six points right there. All right, thank you very much, uh, Goose Pupai. That was quite the treat. Um, One of the best entries by far into the podcast, so thank you for that. We're about 20 minutes in. Let's keep going here. All right, this next one is from Anonymous. All right, it reads... Do you think COVID might <clears throat> do you think COVID-19 might be God's way of punishing us for electing a homosexual to the second highest office in the country? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Do you think COVID-19 might be God's way of punishing us for electing a homosexual to the second highest office in the country? What is the second highest office? Would that be vice president? But that's not the office, that's just position. I don't know. I, I, I have no fucking clue about politics, but it does seem either white Christian God or just Mother Nature in general is punishing us for something. So maybe, maybe tis the season to ask for forgiveness to Mother Nature. Hmm? All right, a little more eggnog to get us warmed up. It is so fucking cold in this garage right now. I can see my breath. All right. Anonymous. I'm not sure. I that that's a great question. I think maybe it's not valid. Cheers. Mm. All right. Eggnog. Here we go. Uh next. Next ride in. Man. 
There's, there's a lot of these, I, I can tell you right now. This is anonymous, but I know who it is. The message is, when was the last time you pooped your pants most slash most memorable? And then details. All my, like, <clears throat> I almost pooped my pants at work one time. A um, couple months ago, actually. And I had been partying pretty hard the night before. So take that for what you use your imagination. And so I had some runny, runny poos the next day. And my friend came in to like check in and he was just about to start a shift. And I farted and squeezed my butt crack and dropped everything I had, went straight to the bathroom. And he was like, what was that all about? And I was like, so technically I didn't poop anywhere in my pants. Like it was, I had squeezed off. I just sealed up my butt crack. He was quite talented. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I wiped my butt and then checked my underwear. There was no poo on underwear, so it technically wasn't a poop pant story. Um, I will tell you that there's two of my favorite poop pant stories. What a better platform to tell them on than here. Uh, one time for spring break, some friends and I went from Arizona State to Beaver Creek, Colorado, to do some skiing. We had taken some LSD. Um, and we're riding for a couple hours and one of my friends, uh, initials RC, uh, had pooed his pants tripping on acid while skiing. And, uh, it was great, man. We had to cut his underwear off like a diaper and just leave him up there. <laughs> and then <clears throat> he skied pretty well after that. So I don't know what that says about my immaturity level and, or, um, his capabilities uh, without shitty underwear. Uh, <clears throat> the other one, I was working at Kona Grill in uh, Cherry Creek in Denver, Colorado. And I had asked my friend, I was like, yo, if you like shit your pants right now, what would you do? And he's like, I'm fucking going home. And I was like, all right. And then like a week later, I came into work and he was like, Dude, dude, it happened. And I, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. And I was like, what? He's like, I shit my pants last night during work. And I was like, did you go home? He's like, no. I just threw my pants away. <laughs> he said he threw his boxers away in the in the uh, trash can in the bathroom. And then he was like, it was, it was a really good shift. So I couldn't leave. And I was making a ton of money. So I don't know. I don't know, anonymous person, if that suffices to your degree of poop pants story, but we're just going to go ahead and settle with that. All right, coming in next. <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to, this is just such, I read a little bit ahead, and I think it's from Billy Madison. Uh, it says, the message is, <laughs> we are so lucky to have Ethan Ritter substituting. Now we have the privilege of staring at that tub of lard all day. If I were him, I would walk my fat ass right into oncoming traffic. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to read your name just because I love you very much. This is Connor Shea of Something Like Seduction, the band uh, based out of Arizona State, or Arizona, the state, not Arizona State. They actually went to U of A. Boo, bad school. Bad school. <laughs> bad school. 
buddy. All right. Thanks, Connor Shea. That was that was great. Miss Libby's car is green. All right, coming in next. Um, <laughs> the name of this one is <laughs> the name of this next one is bashful. All right. <laughs> the message reads: I don't have health insurance and have avoided going to the doctor my entire adult life, but I've recently found myself with a goiter on my neck g-o-i-t-e-r <laughs> hang on hey siri what's the definition of goiter goiter means a swelling of the neck resulting from enlargement of the thyroid <laughs> i guess okay so goiter g-o-i-t-e-r noun uh, <clears throat> A swelling of the neck resulting from an enlargement of the thyroid gland. All right. I don't have health insurance and have avoided going to the doctor my entire adult life. Uh, but I've recently found myself with a goiter on my neck the size of a fucking small Japanese car. <laughs> Do you think there's any way for me to conceal this until it goes away? Or is there maybe some backyard redneck surgery I could do myself? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe you should go on that pimple popping show or something. Um, yeah, you'd be wearing turtlenecks for probably a good month. And then the oils from your goiter are probably contributing to it getting worse. You know, you probably want to let it air out. So in terms of concealment, that's a salt, brother. No, that's a carry license, brother. I don't know. Conceal carry license. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think you can conceal a goiter. A goiter. A goiter. <laughs> a goiter. Oh, man, I'm getting ridiculous with those. Yeah, I mean, I think if the question is conceal this or redneck surgery, you should just get your cousin or wife or whatever to just lacerate it a little i don't know i don't know Ugh, it probably smells like cottage it looks like cottage cheese and just smells like melted mozzarella coming out of your neck that's why i'm in the garage garage I'm in the garage drinking wild turkey 101 at 12.05 a.m. P.M. Sorry. Uh, all right. Thank you very much for writing in, Bashful. All right. We are trucking right along here. Next. Next submission. Okay. Okay. Uh, tell me... Okay. Th it says... Tell me what you think the difference between dog people and cat people. The difference is between dog people and cat people. Cat people are lazy owners that are just like, yeah, it'll take care of itself and I don't need the love and affection kind of when it'll give it to me. And I feel like I'm taking care of a feline when you're really not. Like, they will go out and hunt if you don't feed them, um, I feel. And... Dog people, they're just they're just better. They're cooler. They're we we need that love and affection more, and we're not embarrassed to say it. Um, we don't smell like fucking gross cat shit and piss. Ugh. 
I do not like cats, man. I've only met one cat in my life. Its name was Sector 9. It was my buddy Michael Steeles in Arizona, like when we went to Arizona State. Uh, him and RC, actually, they, they shared a cat. Sector 9, named after Sound Tribe, Sector 9, STS-9. That was basically the only cat that I liked. I live with two cats now. They're they're okay. We just got rid of a, uh, a third one a couple months ago. He was a pain in the butt. He looked cool. They look cool. They do like, oh, wow, that's, yeah, that's really neat that they do that. But, like, when I'm like, Layla, come here. And she comes, she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, get down, get down, get down, get cheeks. Um, yeah, then it's just, I don't know. That's the, that's the difference. That's just what I think. Um, I don't know, cat people go on vacation more? I don't fucking know. Maybe uh, you just bring your dog on vacation go camping more instead of to resorts i don't know good question i guess i i I think that this one was just for me to unearth how much i really fucking hate cats ah here we go okay um all right so the next one right writing in from a purse i know who it is but the last one We'll just say her name started with an N, and this person's name starts with a T. So if you know who you are and you remember your question, uh, the message is, what are your thoughts about polyamorous relationships? I Just to be clear, polyamorous is like you... I don't know if that's like swinging, because it was swinging both people can, but I felt like polyamorous, it was like something to do with bunch of virgins when you die now <laughs> now i thought it was like polyamorous was like uh the guy has multiple uh female partners i'm pretty sure and might involve childbirth hang on one sec hey siri what is the definition of polyamorous So, I guess there's many layers. Polyamorous relations are like onions. (laughs) There's many layers to them. Um, So, that means that both people could be polyamorous, which would mean that you're swingers, if I'm correct. I, I don't know. I don't think it's... I just think that there's so many fucking things that could go wrong there. And, like, even if you're like, no, I'm I'm totally fine with it. And then at night you're just punching the shit out of a pillow or stabbing a voodoo doll. I just, I don't think there's anything that, like, good that can come out of it unless, like, you've just gone far beyond anal, you know, and it's like, what else is exciting, you know? How are we going to get our rocks off now? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question, T. Or I, I guess it was, what are my thoughts? Yeah, I guess that is a question. There's no question mark, but um, those are my thoughts. I don't, I, I'm too jealous of a partner to um, go through anything like that. And I'd probably puss out with the uh, 
polyamorous acts be like, well, I don't know if she's really, really okay with it because sometimes girls just say it's okay and then they don't mean it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. No, no, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. Tell me you've heard that one before. All right. Angle this down. There we go. Eh, Much louder. All right. Coming in. Coming in. Here we go. Another one. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. This kid is horny. Same person from T. Uh, Message. Where is the future headed with sex robots and would you have one? Does a flashlight count? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um... So, all right, that's actually not a bad question. If a flashlight counts because it's a battery, or maybe it's not battery operated. Let's just reverse this, okay? You're talking about a sex robot. Um, Girls have sex robots. They're called dildos and shit and vibrators. Vibrator technically is powered, has a source of energy, i.e. robot, um... The future is headed with sex robots. I think Bill Burr has a great bit on it um, about buying the blow-up doll on Paper Tiger. It's really great. you got to listen to it. I'm not going to butcher it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Sex robot, it's so weird when you, like, look up, like, how realistic their, like, plastic surgery-esque facial features are. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you build... A sex robot to look like the mom from Malcolm in the Middle. You know, you make it look like Kardashian-esque. I think that is more dangerous than the actual robots themselves because basically we're just beating off to Instagram left and right anyway. So these are pretty much bots. They could be not real. And we're just getting accustomed to a certain type of female that we should be enticed to, the whole hourglass body. That is a little beyond hourglass when you have fat from your, what, stomach injected into your fucking butt cheeks? Ew! Ugh. Yeah, player, I really like a fat ass. Not really, dude. I don't. I don't like the cottage cheesy Poop pant look. Ugh. Ugh. Did that answer the question? <laughs> all right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think it's all of a sudden we're all going to have sex robots. Oh, she's so hot, but she stinks. Stinks like wet fish and strawberries. All right. <clears throat> Moving right along. Oh, another one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, same person, T. There have been a lot of changes throughout this pandemic, including in people... Wait, there have been a lot of changes throughout this pandemic, including in people's routines. I may be included in people's routines. Uh, What has been the biggest routine change for you? First of all, just broke my collarbone, so my routines... I'm trying to hit the podcast way hard because one of the only things I can do. Don't tell my son what to do. Um, hey, uh, don't tell my son what to do. Um, Danny Jones, shout out Danny Jones. That's a quote from Elf. James Kahn. 
Hey, uh, <laughs> don't tell my son what to do. Um, what what routine changed most for you? Um, I don't know, man. That's a good question. I didn't really have much of a routine anyway. Uh, I th- I'd say the negative aspect is I know I don't have to wake up for work. Um, so I'll, I'll crush through a episode of Hey, or as you people know it, Survivor. I've been watching a lot of Survivor. <clears throat> so I, I won't go to sleep. Maybe that's, um, biggest routine change. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it goes on. Also, uh, many people have found new hobbies or followed long-time dreams. Have you? Yeah, I mean, the biggest hobby that I got from last quarantine was learning how to fly fish. Spent my entire stimulus check on uh, <clears throat> waders, boots, vest, hat, glasses, tons of flies, sweet rod. I mean, <laughs> sweet rod, bro. Um. Yeah, I would say learning how to fly fish, um, meeting Colby Stewart, that was dope. Um, Fly fishing. There's a lot of fucking technique and just a really fun time that goes with it and camaraderie, even if you don't catch shit. It's it's experimental as fuck, and I like it. And uh, uh, what's the first? Okay, followed. New dreams. Um... I guess I got to do one showcase for comedy during a social distancing pandemic. It it was weird, but I'm still trying to pursue the comedy. And it was a a real blessing to have some about, I think, eight minutes of stage time that I planned out um, here in Denver. So that was good. Uh, Another question. What's the first vacation you want to take after the pandemic. Um, God, I got roped into that whole, like, oh, $150 for four nights in Cancun, Riviera. And it's like, it's fully refundable. And then I called literally two days ago. I was like, yeah, I want a refund. They're like, oh, it's only refundable in the first 24 hours. It's like, well, what the fuck, man? I am stupid. I just don't read the fine print. So um, maybe Cancun. Uh do you have a dream vacation? Um, I would really like to go to Australia with my friend Eugene. I think that would be uh, a dream vacation because he would know, like, what was cool to do, places to golf, you know, cool structures, you know, not like the orchestra or the opera symphony. What the fuck is that place called? Um, opera, fuck, I don't know. Write in and tell me how much of a dumbass I am for not remembering that. But I mean, he would he would probably bring me some like you know cool waterfall type area shit. Meet um his his family, so we'd have you know people to kick it with and whatnot. I think Australia with Eugene is on my bucket list. Um. East Asia after pandemic is definitely something like Thailand, man. I keep hearing great shit about that. So, 
Maybe something like that. Um, or Delaware. Yeah. Either one of those would do just fine. All right, we're we're kind of getting down to it. Let's see. Edit, delete, Okay, mark is red. We have whoops, whoa, one, two, three, three left, three left. And again, I bookmarked the last weeks. Uh, I have to have you people coming back to me somehow. So, if you did write in last week. I will be reading them this Tuesday. This podcast will probably come out Tuesday. I think I'm going to release the Tuesday one either live stream or um, Thursday. I'm not sure quite yet. But we're about 45 minutes in. This is just, by the way, I wanted to thank everyone out there for participating, all 17 or 14 or however many people wrote in a couple times. Thank you for doing this. I've had so much fun reading these and opening them up um it's been a surprise so here we go coming in right here all right all right all right uh danny jones just gave him a shout out he said one of the funniest guys i know such a great listen all right there's not much i can say to that one that wouldn't be truly looked at as uh a boastful measure but how about a humble thank you um don't tell my son what to do. Uh, thank you very much, man. That means a lot. Uh, hope you're doing well in Texas. All right, coming in. This one was written at 7.33 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Let's see what it says. All right. Whoa. This person's name is Sergery Dujin. Sergery? Sergery Jujin? S-E-R-G-E-Y, and then the last name is D-Z-U-G-E-N. Um, it says, I realized the other day that I've been taking a ton of baths, and this honestly scared me. Do you think this means I'm getting old? <laughs> and should I move my desktop computer out of the bathroom? Right away, yes, move that thing out. That reminds me of that scene in um, Groundhog Day when... Uh, Bill Murray lets the toaster slip straight into the tub and electrocute and kills the shit out of himself. So, yeah, move that desktop computer out of the bathroom unless it's used for happy time. Otherwise, I don't think it serves too much of a purpose. All right, moving right on. Oh, wait, one, two. I think that's it. There's one more. One more. All right. Oh, Esteban Obregon. The message is, can you talk about the difference between a winner and a loser? Yes, I can. I think it kind of derives down to the whole, I think like Michael Jordan said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So when I look at winning and losing or bombing or crushing with comedy, it's always bombing. If if I show up and I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to do it tonight, I'm I got to wait a couple more people. I don't know. I'm just going to leave. That to me is the true essence of losership. And um, uh, a winner, I mean, let's be honest, this podcast sucks right now. But if I keep going with it um, and I learn and more people write in and take a lot of the work off my, the workload off my back, <laughs> uh, 
<clears throat> no, I think I think the difference between a loser and a winner is that depending on how people like define the activity is oh you won or lost this a winner mentality is keep going to get it and you know as a comedian and a failing comedian at that I go sometimes hoping to fail and then I'll start doing better um there's no better person out there to ask this question than Esteban Obregon I think he knows the answer and wants me to just say it out loud but um a winner keeps it up and even in the face of failure He's not a loser because he keeps going at it and really takes no, uh, doesn't take no for an answer. So, yeah, winning and losing, man. Um, people tell you you're a loser and what, I mean, who the fuck? No, no one's saying that. Or if they are, you're a fucking idiot. You're a loser for listening to them. How about that? Um, loser. Um, no, winner and loser. Winner keeps going, even if even if he keeps losing, a winner will never stop, and a and a loser will jump ship after the first sign of failure. That's a winner and a loser to me. All right, everybody, I'm gonna wrap this up. Watch some football. Um, I got a good friend coming over to kick it with me while I'm slinged up with my surgery. Um, RitterMeThisPodcast.com Pass it along Give it to your valet kids They always have funny things to write in uh, I might try and do something uh, Holiday Involved Or like maybe ask a question To the public of You know Your favorite New Year's Eve story Most embarrassing New Year's Eve moment Um Maybe we'll have a New Year's Eve theme on RiddermeThisPodcast.com. Um, go to RiddermeThisPodcast.com, R-I-D-D-E-R-M-E-T-H-I-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. And it's it's just put on a silver platter for you. Uh, we just found out tonight, sorry, today, that um you can make up your own emails. So... You don't have to sign up for a newsletter. It's just to generate some some fun thoughts and whatnot. I had a great time. Thank you for everybody out there who participated. Um, Broncos suck, so uh, go fantasy football. Am I right, everybody? Arooga! Hey, Joey, what uh, what what noise does a girl make when you stick it up her ass? Arooga! All right, everybody. Cheers to the eggnog, the eggmeister, the eggnoggerton. <laughs> um, it is nice to have some booze every now and then. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.